the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So the concept of Macaulay Murano in the pub is to be in a pub and to have a conversation between Frank Murano and Kevin McCullough. Hey! Hey, look, it's Joyce. Good. We're just going to have a little conversation. Sorry? So we're just having a little conversation. We're making a, pod, a new podcast. Good for you. Yeah, it's recording. And uh, we're, it's just going to be us talking in the pub. What do you think? Would you listen to that? I think I might tune in. <laughs> So, I, have you followed the new insane culture momentum behind the CBD products? Uh, not, not excessively closely, no. Lotions, oils. Yeah. My dad took CBD oil for his back. Really? Help? Yeah, yeah, I helped him a lot. I gotta get his chicks instead. Yeah. So, I'm at this thing last night. Half the room was investors, half the room was entrepreneurs, and it's just people trying to find money for their companies. But it evidently is one of the hottest things going on. Last week on Fox and Friends, Fox News, Fox and Friends, they have an entire segment on the benefits. Um, what are your thoughts on a weed-related product? that doesn't have THC and whether or not it's going to be able to be brought to market successfully and will, will America ever get passed? Because I don't know where you stand on legal weed, but I think it's something you've, you've talked about on your yeah, show. In the I have mixed feelings about uh, legalized recreational. Um, me- legalized medical marijuana, I'm all for that. Uh, legalized but, medical, so yeah. if the doctor prescribed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But as far as recreational marijuana, I have mixed feelings because... Um, I don't think anybody should be arrested for simple possession of marijuana, right? I don't think marijuana is an excessively harmful uh, substance. I I think it's a waste of time for the criminal justice system to prosecute people who want to sit home and get high all day. That being said, um, when I walk here to the radio station, uh, you know, upstairs on Sunday mornings, uh, the streets are now filled with marijuana, right? It, the marijuana is wafting through the air and everything. Secondhand marijuana yeah, smoke. Yeah, right. So it, it's like getting hit in the face with a skunk, right? Now that, you, now first of all, it's still an illegal substance, and that's the case. We're not, they're just not arresting anyone for it. That was during Sunday morning. And that's de Blasio's decision to not enforce mostly, yes, federal mostly, law. Yes, but the Manhattan DA uh, is playing a role as well. Um, then uh, it's getting so brazen, the open marijuana smoking, that people do it during the day, right? So I don't love it from what it has done from a quality of life uh, perspective. And 
you know, those of us that don't smoke marijuana, and I don't care if people smoke marijuana, I have many friends that smoke marijuana. But from a quality of life perspective... I'd really like friends and family that have, like, precancerous tendencies not to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, well, that's true. Right. So, I mean, there's... Yeah, I, I, yeah uh, but so... And there have been a few cigars I've smelled that have been like, oh, can you please put that yeah. out? Like, so I have very mixed feelings because... I think it's made life worse for me, but I have a tough time saying anybody should be arrested uh, for it. So I'm wondering if there's some sort of a middle ground. Ultimately, my position with marijuana is the same as it is with every everything, which is that states should have the ability to... They should have initiative and referendum, and the voters should decide for themselves right, right, what right. should be legal and what shouldn't be legal. So let legal. me ask you this. Do you, do you feel the same way? So... If I understand where the drug legalization debate is, mm-hmm. like they're making the most headway on legalizing recreational use yeah. in some states. Right, because no one, I think very few people are dying of marijuana overdoses or they're uh, getting high on marijuana and then beating up their wives or going out right, right, and right. raping someone. Whereas they are dying of opioid overdoses. People get drunk every day, beat up their wives. Or, you know, crash crash their vehicles and hurt a lot of people. Um, so I, I don't think people... I, I think the people that defend marijuana, you know, they're not completely without merit. It's just... I, I don't know how much value there is for society for uh, so many more people being high, which if it's legalized recreationally, that's what's going to happen. And for those of us that don't enjoy the smell of secondhand marijuana, what, so let me ask how it helps to have that stench wafting through residential oh, it's, neighborhoods. It's, it's pathetic. It's terrible. But let me, let, let's talk about this for a second, because the movement to legalize... So marijuana is often classified as a gateway drug. And I think that depending on who you are, that may or may not be your situation. So I used to work with an actor mm-hmm. that did everything under the sun, right. tried every drug imaginable, and funded small uh, tyrants in uh, small countries in Central America with his uh, amount of habit at one point in time. Having said that, is it a gateway to the legalization of other substances? Because the, the purists in the argument say, well, why should government legislate on any substance and so they're talking about heroin opioids crack you name it like should government have some say over the types of substances that are legally available yeah well absolutely right that's why i totally believe that but that's why i'm a big advocate of letting voters decide for themselves what should be legal but but what if you had nothing but a a pro-cocaine population should they be allowed to like blow their all, all their minds absolutely absolutely um be, uh, because that's what government is. So it's a statement of our values. And the no, next generation no. that grows up behind them will no, be wise. Maybe they won't, but government's a statement of our values, right? Also, I think the uh, America can be making much greater use of industrial hemp, which George Washington grew, many of the other founding fathers grew, right. which can be used for everything from clothing to pa- writing products, paper to um, to food. And I, I think, you know, the fact that that has kind of gotten roped into the marijuana debate is a little silly. Uh, but, but yeah, if uh, a state wants to legalize um, cocaine, I would argue that it still won't be killing as many people as legal opioids are doing today. Well, I think you probably got science to back you up on that. 
Yeah, well, uh, but, I mean, there's never been an en masse experiment of comparing legalized recreational cocaine versus do we really want an prescription uh, opioid, you know. But uh, do we really want an unmasked test of, of cocaine? Well, look, right? but, well, you, so you say that. There's, because marijuana has always been, or generally been an illegal substance, there's very little clinical research into the health effects of marijuana because very rarely do we study the health effects of something that's been illegal for many years, right? right? But so, um, so yeah, I, I don't know is the answer. But what do, you, yes. what do you think of the experiments in Colorado and Washington State and some of those states that have legalized for recreational use, how has it, from your perspective, worked out for them? You know, I don't know. You know, so many of the people in this debate on on both sides seem to have an agenda in portraying the results a certain way, and I haven't spent enough time in in either state since they've legalized it to form my own independent opinion. So I don't know. That's interesting. Well, since we both work in talk radio, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict that sooner rather than later, we're going to have marijuana-related products asking to advertise on our shows. Does Frank Morano and Kevin McCullough endorse them from day one? Well, I can't say. Uh, I, can't, I don't smoke marijuana, never have, so I can't speak to the... The, so you have a hemp-based paper product. Yeah, I endorse that. I, I'd be all for any advertising. Why wouldn't that? Be? Uh, 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 within reason. What about CBD uh, Ab- essential happily. oils? Happily. Happily. Okay. happily. Would you use them? Uh, that's a good question. If, would you use them if they made you smell like what you smell when you go into the studio on Sunday morning? <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. Diane Savino, who I know you're going to be talking to later. Uh, she's been the prime mover of medical marijuana in New York. It's her bill, actually, that she wrote and introduced, uh, and that my father actually consulted with her on, because he was in the medical marijuana business for many years. Um, that uh, you know. Wow. That, so you're still conflicted, even though your dad was in the business. Well, I'm not conflicted about medical marijuana. No, but but I, I, I just I see weed as kind of a lightning rod. It's kind of like. People that are really for it are really for it. Yeah, um, that's true. They, they are. And the people that are really against it are really against it. But I think most people, I, I don't know actually where most people are. I can tell you in my case, I'm, I have very mixed feelings seeing how the increased usage um, given the decreased prosecution. Uh, so, but anyway, Diane Savino, her, both her parents had cancer, so she would buy marijuana illegally. Uh, to give her parents uh, marijuana while they were suffering from cancer. Why should anybody have to do that? You know, that's terrible. Um, if you have... Were uh, there not other drugs on the market that would have been as no, effective? Nothing that nothing that works for pain relief and, you know, appetite uh, stimulation like marijuana did. So really? uh, you could ask her. She's happy to talk about it. But she's not here. And this is yes. Murano McCullough Fair enough. at the pub. Fair enough. Diane, Senator Savino is quite a, you know, a, a wine drinker in her own right at times. So we should, might we be should, worth We should invite her now. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe I'll ask her later. All right. So to be, to be clear, we've decided that now, so, okay, there's one last caveat to this. What if these CBD products that all come out turn out to have turn out to actually have THC in them and they didn't know it 
because some of the stuff that's the market's getting flooded with it and everyone's claiming it doesn't have anything we don't but but we don't really know the potency and we don't really know the impact of what CBD minus THC even has mm-hmm. so should the FDA just green light it and just go for it or like well I think the I, I don't know a great deal about the FDA's drug approval process for both prescription and over-the-counter drugs, but I think you know any CBD-based product should have to go through the same regulatory hurdles, uh, the same regulatory hoops that any other product does. So um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I would think they should be treated like any other pain reliever. Should our employer, Salem Communications, advertise CBD products? Absolutely. Why not? We should. We should. Uh, I don't think there's any strong evidence that I've seen that CBD products really hurt someone. Uh, and well, if you've got Fox News, if you've got Fox News doing feature pieces on it, check. yeah. No, well, I'll pay half. No, no. Just yeah, oysters just and his drinks on this. I'll take care of mine. Yeah. That's Joyce, by the way. Our friend Joyce. And the voice that you heard taking our stuff away was Lady Catherine the Great. One of our favorites. Wouldn't you agree, Frame Wow. Wow. I thought he would have a much more enthusiastic answer than what about yeah, Catherine the Great is one of our favorites oh oh, I didn't hear you say that oh. I was answering an email from uh, former state senator Tony Avella who we're trying to make plans for lunch he, he recently lost re-election so um, I, I asked him to meet me here next week and he said uh, it's a little too expensive given his financial situation so um, I, I told him I would, I would buy but I, I'm trying to think where else we could go within the five boroughs that's not too expensive, given given that this place is. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, well, that's it for McCall, McCullough. Thank you. In the pub. And we'll uh, think of something else interesting to talk about soon. All right, this is Last Call. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.